0: All right, yeah, we're on. This, oh, this shit. Is, this is recording. The softest of openings. So, welcome to Keeping It 5150, episode... Five? Five. We'll call it episode five.
1: I, I think it's the thing of even if people don't hear the actual podcast, it happened, and so it keeps it... So, it'll skip shit. If you're a 5150 head, <laughs> and for some reason, you, episode 10 comes out, and then it skips to episode 12, and you're like, what happened to 11. Eleven sucked, and we were like, "No, yeah, not, just not gonna release it. Also, not gonna renumber the things. Pretend it didn't happen." No,
0: eagle eye on quality. Yeah, this is, it's a hallmark.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, it's something. It is definitely something. So, like, so we had a, a busy. We did. We did some shit. Yes, right after
0: the recording of the last podcast, we went out to somewhere in North Seattle and made a movie. Well, I'm be exaggerating, calling it a movie because it was just a scene.
1: Yeah, we shot a scene for my uh, my friend Byron Miller. Um and uh, it was a kind of action-y thing. Yeah. I'm not we, an we actor. Got, we got real close and intimate. We did. There was, <laughs> some, it was a fight scene. It was a fight scene that was somehow more like we were about to make out like it, most it, of the time. It's <laughs>
0: weird. It didn't say play it sexy, but that's how we chose to do
1: it. <laughs> that was the thing. So, yeah, and that's
0: the first acting I've done since high school. Uh, oh, maybe. really? I don't. <laughs> we did, remember we did a play called The Fifteen Streets, which was set in in, in grim northeast... Uh, is that a Manic Street Lincoln. Preachers album? Uh, the Manic Street Preachers, man. On the right side, but god damn.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did they ever find the one dude? Didn't one dude from that band missing. just like, straight up disappear? He drove to,
0: I believe it was Beachy Head, which is a suicide spot.
1: That is the least spooky name for a suicide <laughs> spot. <laughs> I know, Beachy <laughs> It's the end. <laughs> Got to go to Beachy Head. That come on now. Nope. Beachy a- Head is what you get on holiday. It's not <laughs> in the suicide spot. It's like you get
0: sand like in your beard. It's like <laughs>
1: <laughs> sand in your beard is definitely rhyming slang for something. No, they
0: ne- they never found that dude. Um, he is presumed dead. Yeah, Richie Richie James.
1: I watched a. Uh, A very emotional YouTube tribute video set to uh, Aurora by Veruca Salt on the Tank (laughs) Girl soundtrack. Our choice. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, because they
0: were a band as well. Like, (laughs) you could have used his music. I'm just saying.
1: (laughs) No, someone's like, how do I express my loss for this dude? Not through his music. (laughs) What's the most emotional song off the Tank Girl soundtrack? <laughs> Let's go with Rook Assault.
0: Salt. We're only betting with the Tank Girl soundtrack. <laughs> yes, it,
1: really. Can't use that belly song. <laughs> Got to find
0: something good. The, is that the one? Um, was there a kangaroo in it? Was Ice-T a kangaroo in that movie? Uh, is that was. a different movie?
1: You, no, definitely a kangaroo in that movie. That um, movie is fucking terrible. <laughs>
0: I'm glad I still have crystal clear recollection of the nineteen nineties, even the stuff that was completely mental.
1: I remember being so excited for that movie and going you know, have you ever gone to a movie with a bunch of friends and because the the experience of going with is so awesome, you equate the movie with being awesome. Like yes. you're just like, oh, it's so fun, like we were hanging out, like all these we were listening to punk rock and we went over to the mall and we watched Tank Girl and it was fucking so cool. And then you're telling everyone how awesome Tank Girl is, and then you watch it on cable like four months later and you're like Oh, this is like a dumpster fire. This is like <laughs> one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yes,
0: conflating a good night out or a good evening out uh, and a good movie is, is definitely. I think I did that with The Crow. The Crow's not a good movie. Oh. I know you have I, a, it has a special place in your heart cuz the terrible soundtrack.
1: We are 100% <laughs> going to do a Crow soundtrack podcast okay. where we go track by track and really like deep dive every Do track. we have to
0: watch the movie cuz we do not. Randomly got the, the best deal out of that cuz he didn't <laughs> have to watch that fucking movie. So, okay, so
1: there you go. You guys just saw us woodshed how we come up with topics. One of us says we don't like a thing, and the other person says like... Digs in
0: and goes, but it's the best thing. It's me
1: going, you know, I don't really like Pantera, and it's like, cool, let's talk about Pantera for 40 minutes. That's pretty much how...
0: <laughs> I, don't, I don't really like Pantera, but I do know a lot about them. Let's dig <laughs> in.
1: Look, not liking something has never stopped me from really digging into the subject so I could properly make
0: fun of it. And What what else has been going on this week? You saw You saw some movies? I saw Logan. Oh yeah, the new—it's X Men, but, but it's supposed to be good. Because no, because sorry, that's that was that, more that was more no. underhanded and shitty than I meant it sound. Because I know that, that the X Men no. movies are supposed to be good. I know the Marvel movies are all kind of supposed to be pretty good. I just can't get behind any of them. I've not enjoyed a single one. The
1: X Men movies are fucking garbage. Okay, good. Like yeah, like I'm not gonna ride for those. Those are fucking shitty. That but I, I did
0: read something about. I think um, my wife wanted to go see it with her friends. And she said, you know it's a superhero movie, right? To her friends. And they're like, no, I didn't really know it was that. Because it seems to come off as, however it's marketed, seems to be not as a superhero.
1: Yes. And it is definitely, there is comic book things in it. And it's not the best movie ever. Like, I mean, I, I you got to set your expectations. It definitely has flaws. It's pretty fucking good. And it's an R-rated, actual adult-oriented movie with Wolverine in it. And so everyone's sad, horrifically violent. Logan's 100% about, like, what if you, every time – like, the only thing you were good at was just murdering people, and then you're, like, old and alone, and it sucks. And, you know. Yeah, that's, that's, a,
0: that's a good concept. I, I like it really that. is,
1: like, Unforgiven or something. I mean, it's really it has a Western feel to it. And um, it's definitely worth seeing in the theater. I also saw Get Out. A couple oh, of weeks I've ago, I've heard
0: nothing but good things about that. Get out's amazing from you and from everyone else who's seen it. Get
1: out's amazing. Um, I don't want to go. Too, it's been out for a while. I don't want to go too much into it because we were already running long in the segment because we spent a lot of time talking about the crow, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, like,
0: and other current movies like Girl.
1: <laughs> but Get Out, I urge everyone who's listening to this, no matter how far in the future it is, if Get Out is still playing in theaters, go see it. If it's out of theaters by the time you hear this. Fucking get onto a reputable streaming service and buy it or rent it for real money.
0: Don't don't steal movies. Come on.
1: I had this thing where I immediately I saw get out on opening weekend. I posted about it on Facebook like this movie's fucking really good. Um everyone should, needs to see it right now. A second after I posted that, I got a, a reply on Facebook from someone I don't know who is like, "Hey, here's where you can watch it for free with a link to like, oh, come on, man." And I deleted it, right? And then a minute later, a different someone <laughs> did that. Like, I eventually like had the just be like, okay, one, don't do that. Two, people don't support that kind of bullshit.
0: No, uh, if, I think if you continue to do that, then your your favorite movies are not going to be made anymore.
1: Get Out is an incredible movie, and it was made for fucking no money. When it, co- I mean, in the scheme of yeah. what movies cost. And you got to vote with your dollars. And you, when you see like movies like that and interesting projects, you got to go see them in the theater, and you got to pay real money for them. Um, wait, so you, you saw a movie, though. You don't really... Well, yeah. one, you should say that you don't like movies.
0: No, I, I, I think it's, it's either my attention span or the fact that television's better, or I am just is don't it? fucking like movies. Yeah, it's... Not, not, not te- all TV is not better than all movies, but TV generally has... Cr- no one can deny that in the last 10 years, it's really getting given good movies a run for their money. Like yeah, the, better than The Crow? I would say better than The Crow, but you know what maybe it's time to reappraise the crow maybe you <laughs> go back and watch the crow maybe watch the crow 2 judgment night i don't know if there's a crow 2 <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was not the subtitle of that is if of
0: we're the reviewing the crow um soundtrack i think we should review the judgment night soundtrack as well because that that has oh. is the rap rock crossover <laughs> oh Nonsense. Shit. <laughs> we think like dinosaur jr and dallas on the same song or something like that i know
1: there's not there's not a lot of rap rock on the crow soundtrack
0: well not as we know it today as it not as in like the, the the deft ones or the uh or, or, or the corn <laughs> or the coal chamber man coal chamber <laughs> I you know. want to
1: talk about we we've hinted at aesthetics and bands as a, a podcast topic
0: yeah Col- coal, coal chamber. chamber
1: they've had some funny looks that's all i'm trying to say
0: I'm s- I, think I've s- I saw them. I went to Did see you? them. They came through Manchester, so I went to see them. They had little um, child's plastic, um, like ride-on tractors and stuff like that, hung from the venue ceiling, which I've never seen a band do that before. So <laughs> no, you, man, props, you, haven't. Props, props to Culture. <laughs> Good work, you guys. All right, so you saw a movie. <laughs> yeah, I think it was called "I Can't Stand to Live in This World Anymore" or "I Don't <laughs> Belong in This World Anymore." It, was, it had a long ass title like that. It was yeah, a it was, ne- like a, it was ed- a Netflix movie. Okay, uh, and it had it had David Yao from The Jesus Lizard in it as a bad guy, and it and it really reminded me of like a '90s thriller. I used to like movies more more in the in the '90s, like Malice and A Simple yeah. Plan, um, like, it was like oh, like load of plot. And really good execution, really good acting, and not too much fucking around, and ninety minutes long thereabouts. Yeah, we may look up and discover that Malice was actually two and a half hours long, but I don't think we will.
1: I don't think it was. Awesome no.
0: Malice is very very good. It's, I really like Malice. Those are the kind of movies I like, and they seem to be few and far between now. Yeah. and this don't make this seems to anymore. this seems to be a little bit more in that in that sphere, I, I, which which made me happy. So
1: David Yal, how how is he?
0: Well. I, I didn't even know which one he was until we got to the end I have mean, actually figured out he's probably that that bad guy that's probably David Yeah, 'cause because that's about how old he would be um, he was surprisingly good
1: because uh, Danzig is in I think <laughs> The Prophecy 2 <laughs> uh, playing uh, an angel I think and
0: I know Henry Rollins is now a, a, is in a movie as well uh, so Henry think Rollins think has
1: been in a shit ton he was in Heat one of my favorite Hang on, movies was, he, was he in Tank Girl as well no he was in Johnny Mnemonic oh I okay is <laughs> he, that movie oh my god We'll we'll show out some tension johnny new yeah. Keanu reeves got like a losing it monologue where he's just like i want room service like he's <laughs> super <laughs> shitty um yeah the 90s weren't all malice I'm no no i know
0: the crow came out in the 90s so.
1: <laughs> look <laughs> the crow's better than a lot of tv shows the yeah crow, the crow is better than bones the crow's
0: it. better than bones oh we should show no, the american dad uh, 15 seconds where, where they talk about bones
1: the crow might be better than penny dreadful like after the first season of that it's kind of like the kmart league of extraordinary gentlemen which Ooh. is like the comic book not the movie because the movie is one of the worst things <laughs> ever made but the comic book's really good and it's like if someone saw that was like we can't use any of those characters we want to do the same thing so let's use dorian gray and uh, victor frankenstein it's one of those shows, have you watched this at all? No. But it's one of those shows where you're like, oh, there's a mad scientist cat guy. I bet he's going to be Frankenstein. <laughs> and then, like, at the end of the episode, he's like, hello, my name is Victor Frankenstein. You're like, called it. And then there's, like, a good-looking, like, young dude in a, like, a ho- nice house full of paintings. I'm like, I bet that guy's Dorian Gray. <laughs> And then and five minutes later, he's like, hey, everybody, <laughs> my name is Dorian Gray. It's like,
0: straight down the barrel yeah. on the camera. Hey, everybody, I'm
1: Dorian Gray. And it was like, <laughs> this motherfucking show, man. Like, <laughs> I was going to spoil the shit out of this. At the end of the, the first season, dude, the main character who you think is just an American guy, turns out to be a werewolf. He's a surprise <laughs> werewolf. Come on, surprise werewolf!
0: Oh, that's Come on,
1: <laughs> people love a surprise werewolf. <laughs> no one's more psyched for a surprise werewolf than me. But <laughs> that was just like I, uh, so I would watch the crow over that.
0: Okay. In conclusion, <laughs>
1: <laughs> in summation, you are uh, Steven's not a fan of the crow. Paul's a be- uh, like a deeper fan of the crow. We've kind of compared and contrasted TV versus The Crow. Yeah. Um, Well, two TV shows. (laughs) Two TV shows. (laughs) No, there's a couple. Yeah. Um, Bones and Penny Dreffel are both worse than The Crow. Everything else, I guess, better than The Crow. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We're actors now, I
0: guess, so holler at us (laughs) if you want. Dudes. So we feel even more uh, entitled 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 <laughs> exactly to criticize other actors performance other fellow actors performances. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, as as musicians turn actors like <laughs> dancing and Henry Rollins, uh we now can criticize them even harder. Um yeah, this is real long. Yeah, this this will need a lot of cleaning up. I'm, I'm sorry about this. <laughs> this is what happens when we don't have an agenda even without an agenda, I know, that this show doesn't pay for itself we get meager amounts of money from the following sponsor
2: <laughs> <laughs> folks you know the deal anger it's toxic someone cuts you off in traffic or leaves a negative yelp review about your home business and you get mad but what are you gonna do Studies at an accredited university have shown there is a non-statistically significant connection between unexpressed anger and illness. Statistical. You can't argue with that. But folks, here's the deal. Expressing your anger actually reduces overall stress and increases healthfulness. So folks, what is the deal? Three words. Wolves by mail. Take your revenge to the internet with a subscription to America's first lupine delivery service. Email the license plate of the Roadhog, and six weeks later, a hungry Alaskan timber wolf shows up at their door. Text the IP address of the Yelping Keyboard Warrior, and sometime later in the next month, boom, mailbox full of angry northern Rocky Mountain wolves. You get your blood pressure down, and they get what's coming to them. What a deal. Sign up now with the code Seriously, they said they were going to do a podcast about Metallica, and we'll put you on our No Comebacks list which means no one will be able to send a wolf back to you. Through our service only, you are not protected from other wolf-themed revenge schemes. Wolves by mail. Send a wolf through the mail.
0: Man, we are underprepared for this. <laughs> I think this is gonna be a good one. Okay. I think there's a lot of raw material here. So our main our main segment this afternoon, <laughs> as of recording. What's the deal with thrash metal? What what's going on over there?
1: This came about. <laughs> um, some of you may have heard, we have a, uh, a podcast that tried to get to the bottom of whether or not black metal is the funniest genre of music. Yeah. We don't get to the bottom of anything. in No. It's what I've determined. We've never have come to a solid decision on anything.
0: I don't believe we've even start, finished in the same subject that we started on. <laughs> I think it's a series of diversions <laughs> until we go, oh, I guess that's about an hour and a half of, of raw material. We'll edit that down to 50 minutes and put it on the internet. Like the transparency here is pretty amazing. No,
1: but... During the course of that conversation when we were busy ducking, actually making a decision about the funniest genre <laughs> of music, you brought up Frash may be the funniest genre of music. I mean, for, for one, funny. I mean, for a couple of reasons. One, Megadeth. Two, yeah. everything else Frash has done <laughs> <laughs> like, since it was created. And so that led me to like, think that we need to dive in a little deeper into this. And this probably will be a recurring podcast topic is Blank the funniest genre of music because we're really going to try to compile a definitive list where we don't actually assign numbers to anything. No, of course not. Everything's in the top three, even after oh, we've... Oh, even oh, maybe
0: <laughs> we can rank them, though. Maybe we could say Farash is more or less funny than black metal at the end of this conversation. But we I think we there. won't even do that.
1: No, I think we're going to end up talking about Frash for 15 minutes and then segue into talking about black metal again. <laughs> and then at the end of it, be like... Man, you know. And like, in conclusion, in, this is the end of the podcast. <laughs> it will just be wild carded. We're at the. We're like, maybe it is. You know what, Brit pop from the '90s, maybe the funny genre of music. And then we. Just, oh no, ended. that was
0: just a death march. That was just horrible. <laughs> you didn't have to suffer through Ocean Colour Scene. I don't know Shed Seven.
1: I don't know what any of that is. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was
0: because there, there was a good filter put onto the stuff that made it over here. You heard Ash, and to a limited extent, Pure.
1: Most people didn't hear Ash. I just <laughs> you heard Ash. I just uh, yeah. I just got my fingers on the pulse of what's cracking <laughs> over there. We heard like Oasis and Blur. Yeah, they they were and the main two. second tier. We heard like Elastica. Oh yeah, Pulp kind of okay. Bringing it back to that trade spot. Pretty good. They tried the Stone Roses. Didn't take. They tried the, the, Zir- the Stone Roses.
0: Didn't take in the UK in the in the in the, in the Britpop era. They kind of mm. took initially um, a little bit and, and like the pre that in in the first record was like that, before, that first but,
1: record was huge right
0: it i think it's huger now okay um or it's
1: just a t- kind of one of those like cult I don't know, yeah it's it's like, really
0: respected and yeah. uh, uh critically acclaimed now that first one and the second one is, is considered to be garbage even though it has one good song on it yeah. so thrash. Thrash. Remember
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember we we're gonna talk about really thrash. get to the bottom of this thrash thing <laughs> You know, famous fresh rags and Exod- stone roses.
0: <laughs> Exodus's ears are burning right now. Of all that we're They're talking gonna about, we're going to talk about us. We're not going to talk about <laughs> you. Hey, guess guess he's in the big four. Not Exodus. Yeah, not Exodus. Oh, a testament. No, not testament either. Yeah. Testament of rubbish.
1: We spend all this time talking about Flossum and Jetsum. And- oh, echo brain. <laughs> Look, don't spoil our uh, some kind of monster podcast, oh, which yeah, we, we will gotta- do eventually. I know we. <laughs> We keep saying we're gonna do.
0: Yeah, that, that requires us to actually sit down and watch a movie.
1: <laughs> may or may not have heard, depending on how I edit this. Stephen doesn't like movies. No,
0: although I, I did like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: who doesn't like that movie? That's, <laughs> that's right. Um, and that movie goes into why Fresh is somewhat can't be the funniest
0: aesthetically. Let's let's start with that. Yeah, that's that's a good thing to talk about. We saw on Instagram this week um, because I, I follow enough nonsense on Instagram that it knows that I like Megadeth. And it had a picture of um, my favorite lineup of Megadeth with, uh, you know, Mighty Freeman, The latest and one? Uh, Mighty <laughs> uh, Nick Menza and the two Daves. And they were wearing massive white trainers like Jerry Seinfeld style. Giant, <laughs> g-
1: yeah, giant <laughs> tennis shoes, black jeans. Yeah. Not super skinny early on and then they got progressively skinnier. Because it was supposed to be a little bit more uh, hard-edged. Yeah. Street so like... A lot of tight t-shirts.
0: Yeah. Unlike, uh, you know, Cinderella and Rat and uh, Motley Crue. um, uh, Motley Crue kind of dressed a bit like a thrash band. They did. Like, if you look at Motley Crue, you think, oh, man, this this is really heavy. And it's not. not at all. Yeah. Oh, these guys guys like the devil. They do not like the devil.
1: (laughs) They're shouting at the devil. (laughs) Not clear what they're actually shouting at the devil. (laughs) Also, side note, Motley Crue's fan club is called the Sin Club. Safety in Numbers. Oh, that's that is, that's really poor. <laughs> yeah, it's that's, that's like, hey guys, I know, I know you're gonna take some heat for liking us, <laughs> safety and numbers. You know what I mean? Just <laughs> pack together. I can't get all of you. <laughs> Aesthetically, I think, I think, I think you nailed on something earlier that makes Frash really funny, which is this idea that it's Frash is somehow above uh, normal metal or stuff like in like hardness and authenticity and like their aesthetic right they're more br- it's more brutal and like yeah. street and extreme i mean but it's a lot not right It
0: dress a little bit like how their fans dressed
1: yeah like denim jacket patches all over yeah. long hair Bul- and bullet and, belts like, and bullet belts and like whatever then like we're gonna have like really pointy guitars and all of our, like we're gonna have real sinister artwork but then the artwork is like generally really comical there's like a freshman called uncle slam <laughs> That has like <laughs> I'm gonna show out the shit out of this. It's like wow. if you if you took if you took uh megadeth artwork and replaced Vic, Vic Rattlehead <laughs> and replaced him with a muscle bound Uncle Sam who had like I think he's got the American flag vest but the sleeves are like torn off and so like I might be I might be gilding the Lily a little bit on them. but like you know wow. like um They thought that was hot, right? Like, that band was like, we are fucking nailing the (laughs) shit out of this. We got the guy who did Rust in Peace, like, painting to do our Uncle Slam painting. And, like, it's fucking dope, you know? And they think that's cool. And I'm sure people who are Frash fans are like, yeah, that shit's awesome.
0: Yeah, probably sold a bunch of c- copies based on kind of, oh, look at
1: look what Vic Rattlehead's mate's up to. Does any ever thrash group have a mascot like that?
0: Um, well, Maiden did. Then I thrash group, obviously. Yeah. Well, Maiden's Vic, Vic Rattlehead seems like a ripper. Yeah, yeah that's 100%. I mean, I'm going to say that that's, what the, that's what's happening there.
1: <laughs> I think I heard that it is. So I'm going to say it is, and then I'll cut it out if I no, prove to no. be false. Actually, come I won't. A, come at I'll me, Dave Mustaine. You know what? I won't. I won't, I won't cut it out. <laughs> I'll just point it out it in the show, the show notes. notes that I'm fucking wrong which I've done multiple times during the course of this where I've said something
0: unsupportable
1: provably <laughs> false no just like I've just been like when I said that there was no original members of Mayhem and there was an original member in there that was, was just wrong that was just the wrong statement I'm big enough I'll admit I'm wrong in show note <laughs> form but not <laughs> in reality <laughs> what I'm saying is I think the, the idea that Frash and people who like Frash think it's an elo- like, yeah it's authentic when it's just as p- like ridiculous or even more so like metallica you can't make the case that metallica is like of the streets and of the people when they like um are gonna have a lot of columns like broken columns on stage and we're gonna be able to run around <laughs> on multiple levels of these broken columns and uh they'll be like pulling down like Line Lady Liberty, we'll have a big Lady Liberty inflatable statue type situation, and like
0: yeah, that's... the Unjustice World Tour, they re- they were like dial levels, of, <laughs> like fighting mechanical dragons. <laughs> yeah, and... no shit.
1: Like that's, I mean, I don't know if they still do that. They're they're playing. Oh yeah, centrally built in late August? summer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm going. It's go a down. lot of money. It's a ton of money.
0: And you can you can get like the there's the VIP package. and I'm, I'm not, there's I think three different VIP packages and one of them the cheapest one I think was two hundred and fifty dollars a ticket and then it goes up to I wanna say five hundred dollars and then the one above that is either twenty five hundred or thirty like, two hundred dollars. It's twenty five hundred and it's for for a t- for a ticket. And you get like fucking Craft services, food backstage, or something like that. it's like you get to meet meet a member of Metallica asterisk will probably be Robert <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't say that, but it's what's implied. Yeah.
1: So yeah. Uh, so what else? What else? Like, why? Why would you would say Thrash is super funny? Other than Dave Mustaine and Megadeth. Well, we'll being... take
0: we'll take Megadeth in it as a, um as a proto example, a prototypical example. They, Thrash often takes on subjects that are serious and much bigger and much more complicated than they can manage <laughs> like um they have um so that the environment and stuff remember that in the 90s the environment was a big deal yeah i do remember that not the, the, even the, more though luckily the the ozone layer used to be a big deal i remember that was a big deal at school we yeah but to, we conquered that. that right yeah apparently. i think
1: it was a big problem that we really put our heads together and solved it by <laughs> I, I, destroying it utterly. <laughs> We're <laughs> like, we have the technology to destroy it. Let's get in there. And then we did it's,
0: it. It's a hole the size of Texas. It's a hole the size of the U.S. Now there's just no fucking ozone layer. <laughs>
1: Woo! It's just, now, it's just not a th- now it's not a layer anymore. Let's not worry about it. Yeah. Problem solved. It's like a seven-layer dip. You don't like one of the layers. You just, just scrape take it that off. layer off. Scrape it off.
0: <laughs> so um, Exodus, uh, I, I got the live album uh, Good Friendly Violent Fun, which is well, rotten. I got it because it has an, a cover of uh, uh, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap by ACDC on it. That's terrible. Also, also rotten. No, great song. Rotten cover. Really, like, it's... Can't imagine it's good. Imagine Exodus covering an ACDC song. Yeah, (laughs) it it sounds exactly like that. Yeah. Uh, And they have a song called um, Kemi-Kill. Like chemical, but Kemi-Kill. Yeah? Cool. You got it? No. I can yeah, go I... over it again. show notes <laughs> it so I can write it down. The singer when he's introducing the song, Bobby Blitz McFerrin, I don't know what the singer of Exodus is called. Um, his line is, I think we should just stab all these motherfuckers, and then they start playing Kemi Kill.
1: <laughs> Wait, what? Like...
0: You know, these motherfuckers. <laughs> which... You know... <laughs> Sinister uh, people that own chemical chemical like, factories.
1: You know? Okay, people who are in fact like scientists, people who are in fact like <laughs> a lot of people work with chemicals, right, that are toxic. <laughs>
0: Be more specific. They've taken a complicated um, subject, environmental co- destruction versus commercial growth and like how to expand as a species. And sometimes you're, you're poisoning the river and you don't really know that you're poisoning the river because it's only 30 years later you discover that.
1: Yeah, sometimes you do that when you just pour coal into it. Yeah, Which is now legal, so you can totally do that if you want.
0: I'm glad because the government has been on my dick about pouring <laughs> coal into the river for so long, finally, and get rid of all this coal that's piled up in my backyard.
1: Yeah. Well, I have a, um, I found this really great uh, new charity where you can adopt a part of a stream to pour coal <laughs> into it, right? So it's like you donate money and you're like, you bought one bucket of coal to <laughs> pour It is in his section of Adopted Stream. Oh. That's pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet. I like to give back to the community. And by give back, I mean coal. Yeah. And by the community, I mean uh, water. A
0: river. <laughs> Why are we pouring coal? You can still burn coal for fuel, right? That's still a thing we need. No. Nope. <laughs> no, we're being on that now? <laughs> no, no. Is that for cooks and, it's and hydro-
1: libtards? It's hydroelectric coal. And by that, I mean, you just pour it in the water and hope electricity happens. Ah, <laughs> uh, America's funny. Yeah, it- us far field. <laughs> so, in conclusion, blacken is the end. Winter will send. <laughs> so, Metallica, I think, was a, one of the front runners on trying uh, to try to make music more aggressive and also funnier unintentionally.
0: Yeah, uh, Rust in Peace, which we also mentioned, that, that covers a lot of. Um a lot of environmental kind of... Again, environmental seems to come up as, a, as like it's a thing.
1: environmental things and then it was like war, any chance you could talk. And not like in... Like, oh, like, like
0: uh, Holy Wars, dot, 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 <laughs> dot, dot, dot <laughs> the Punishment due? <Jew>, question mark. <laughs> yes. Underlined in bang. <laughs> so on, also on Rust in Peace is Dawn Patrol, which is one okay. of Megadeth's finest hour. No guitars on it, just bass and drums. And uh, Wait, yeah, 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 put it on. Um, sh- show note, Dawn Patrol. Also check out Dawn <laughs> Patrol. Has the lines... We end our life as moles in the dark of the Dawn Patrol, and then he makes a noise that that's, I'll try and do. It's a bit <laughs> like this. I think he's trying to do a mole. I think he's trying to be a mole.
1: Can you do that whole thing in the Mustaine voice? <laughs> we end our life as moles in the dark of
0: the Dawn Patrol. Now, I didn't nail the voice. But the little mole no. impression at the end, you could diff them exactly and you wouldn't be able to tell which is which.
1: Uh, you know what? It's pretty spot on to me <laughs> for a song that I do not remember at all.
0: Also. It's no Hangar 18. <laughs> it's no Tornado of Souls. What? But, but there's, there is some filler on that album and the filler is hilarious.
1: <laughs> How long is that song?
0: It's sure. it's like uh, two minutes.
1: Okay, it would have to be if they decided that they didn't need any guitar. No,
0: I think you have to play guitar to like Megadeth. If you're out there and you don't play guitar and you like Megadeth, get at us, tell us why you like them. Because like the, uh, the only reason to listen to them seems to be like, oh, that's a good riff, oh, I should figure that out. Oh, that's, it's technically very, inc- that's how you listen to Megadeth, like more yeah. so than any other band. Yeah, they, they technically are a very good band. Yes. <laughs> it's horrible that you say technically.
1: <laughs> I bet that it all wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: They're one of the big four. We should respect them. They are our elders.
1: They, I respect them more. So, uh, like, okay, so, Amphrax pretty funny yeah they've done a lot of they've gone through they're a, lot they're a of little them. in on the joke though they, they wear shorts I they're think, like
0: stephen king you know
1: i think they are in th- i think they do realize how ridiculous it is more than i don't think metallica i think a Metallica.
0: i think Metallica very serious i think yeah
1: are. i think they were like the whole time totally. they're like fucking finally we could put broken columns on the stage <laughs> <laughs> finally we could have like weird uh stylized tombstones on the stage the <laughs> mimic are mimic Ar- like painted album cover like they like i think they would have had that from fucking jump street if they could have had afforded banners while they were playing clubs like in San Francisco yeah they would have had that shit and they would have had pyro too like they would have like i think the whole time they would have done that but uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think Anthrax. They at they, least they seem some to play it
0: with a big smile on their faces. They seem they also seem like they're really enjoying it. Like when I've seen live videos of Anthrax, and they seem like couldn't be happier to be Anthrax, which is which is adorable,
1: which is great because the crowds probably couldn't not as happy to hear Anthrax.
0: <laughs> Friend of mine um, in the UK, we we both really like them, and. Uh, they never played the UK, and uh, or they've rarely played the. And and they went there. Apparently, the mood was very uh, exactly the opposite of how you described it. Apparently, the audience was just like, "Oh man, fucking Anthrax is here! This never happens!" Oh, oh man, I
1: hope they play "I'm the Man." <laughs> Here's a really shitty rap. It, it
0: was John Bush Anthrax, as well, the the best Anthrax. Like, fair enough. Those those three records that he did with them genuinely brilliant, and uh, the other stuff is is fine. Like, Take a leave it. Th-
1: that's the thing you don't get if rash is people don't change their names.
0: No, generally uh, it's in, it's like in crossover uh, and in uh, in black metal when people change their names. I think
1: Yeah, uh, it's more extreme stuff where like it's like if you're in like Celtic Frost or something, you gotta come yeah. or Venom, you gotta like Kronos. We gotta be cr- ma- ma- Manatos. Well, how'd you how'd you get your name? It's like uh, I have a watch brand. I <laughs> <laughs> really like Kronos. C- Kronos Chronometer. <laughs> Thought about using that whole thing, but then I thought that would be really pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> so I just went with Kronos. That's not pretentious at all. <laughs> um, Venom are very funny. Venom are very funny. That which we haven't even talked about. Slayer. No, no. Slayer. They move through two very funny, like, whole identities in the so, course. So
0: right at the beginning. Right at the beginning, they're
1: all like, "We need to like." Get one of your girlfriend's to pose as a human sacrifice for our fucking demonic seance like thing that we're doing. And they're all wearing like hella makeup and just be like, ah, <laughs> like we're sacrificing this girl, I guess.
0: <laughs> then, they, then it was like jeans and t-shirt for like deckhead regression and that kind of thing. Like for the up up through the nineties.
1: And then their persona, but their persona went from like that to like you know, we're we're. Beer drinking metal guys who really like World War Two like seem to be like yeah, kind yeah like
0: late eighties mid nineties I think there was there was that going on yeah just just kind of funny yeah um, well
1: you know because you have the the Heineken guitars and whatnot. yeah they're like really just <laughs> weird that that's that's the brand he's like yeah and also that's really close to like Van Halen with like Michael Anthony having like a Jack Daniel shape oh, that's right yeah. face like is <laughs> a little too close for comfort if you like Slayer were you know, we're extreme. We're like, yeah. you know, we're keeping it brutal. It, you know, but I also have my alcohol themed guitar. <laughs> you know, really, weird. and then and then Carrie Kings has got like the tribal tattoo BC Riches, which
0: is well, yeah. As he also became more ink than man, like as as time went well, on.
1: I, I I like that he clearly was going bald, and he's like, I gotta shave my head, but I gotta find a way to still still look hella metal. <laughs> oh, I know head tattoos i'm gonna go really i'm gonna go all in on head
0: tattoos who's who is he proving things to who's who's going into Kerry king going i don't don't think you're all that metal he's pretty fucking metal yeah he's in slayer
1: that's it's like hey i know you're in slayer but i don't really get your commitment to uh tribal (laughs) tattoos do you think you have enough of them? he's like i'll show you (laughs) all over my neck and head and arms and my cart and my guitars and i mean I'm sure he has cars that have tribal tattoos Like I, I imagine that so. dude, he is—he's a fan of uh, black. He's, he's work. a fan <laughs> of, thing,
0: of a thing that was popular in 2005.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? A tattoo doesn't wash off. He's gonna represent that for life now. Like, um,
0: <laughs> when did you get oh, all those? August 2005. <laughs> Every <laughs> yeah. single one of all them.
1: All of them in one 72-hour uh, session. Yeah. How do you feel about Carrie King being on all the 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 first Beastie Boys
0: album? Every time there's a guitar riff. Oh, is is it every is he basically? I think it's guitar- like or at
1: least a two.
0: I know he, he's on the he's a guitar solo five Fight for Your rifle Party. And I think he
1: plays that riff too, and I think he also played the No Sleep Till Brooklyn, yes riff. I think right. it's also it's also Carrie King. That's does that make it funnier or like less funny?
0: I I don't know. I think equally funny. I think it's it's, it's kind of cool. But yeah, I mean it's cool how he's getting work. It's kind of unusual.
1: Uh, I guess you know Rick Rubin likes Slayer. He recorded Slayer stuff. So. Oh, that's right.
0: Yeah. And So he's probably like, we need guitar. I I know I know a bald guy that plays guitar.
1: <laughs> I think he had hair at that point.
0: <laughs> and I know I know a soon to be bald guy <laughs> that plays guitar. Rick awesome. Rubin R- 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 can also see into
1: the future. He can. <laughs>
0: he's a clairvoyant.
1: He was like, hey, uh, thanks for coming in. Really appreciate you laying out some guitar for this. I got a couple things to say. One, maybe watch the amount you eat later on. <laughs> Two. Travel tattoos. Just think about it. <laughs> <laughs> They're
0: going to be big for about <laughs> two months. <laughs> <laughs> so Mid-2000s. Get, so
1: get in slightly before those two months. <laughs> and then, I guess, t- stay there the remainder of your life. <laughs> 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 Unless laser tattoo removal becomes a lot better
0: than it previously was. <laughs> um. All right. All right. I think we're running out of physical time because we gotta, we got to be somewhere. we got to... Um, we gotta go rock faces. What time do we have to be there? Um, Let's do this on the we, mic. Yeah, we'll do this on the, on the mic because this is important that you know how Seattle shows <laughs> work. Uh, we have a show uh, uh, where we we start playing at seven forty-five. Yes, which is super early for a Saturday. It's pretty um, good though. And we gotta load in at five. And um, five p.m. loading normally would be like the fuck, but going on at seven forty-five that seems kind of reasonable, right? That Doesn't seem too bad. This is how rock and roll works. It's basically driving, unloading amps, <laughs> waiting. There's... Unless
1: you're in Slayer, and then it's go to the tattoo parlor, yeah, get a head tattoo,
0: drink, drink a crate of Heineken, <laughs> drink,
1: drink drink some Heineken, <laughs> uh, make sure your cargo pants are cut off to the appropriate level, <laughs> uh, um, and then roll over to uh, the stadium to play. Oh, is they it still, play it's still a stadium? No, no, probably not. You it's, roll uh, over to the mid-sized venue. Yeah, <laughs> that you're playing. The, the theater. Uh, okay, so as per normal, we did not really No, scr- we've, we've we didn't even
0: we not even, even scratch the surface. We barely talked anything. about
1: why. <laughs> we really did. We like you know, still waters don't always run deep. No, sometimes they are
0: just shallow <laughs> and dumb. <laughs> yeah. So, sometimes they are just like, I don't know, I didn't think about thrash. I got this one Exodus live album should we talk about, should, we, should we try and talk about that? I haven't listened to it for 25 years. Yeah, but... I know
1: we didn't we didn't even get into like Vavoid or anything. No, even, like we, we really we have to part two to some bitch after Do it some research. Yeah, or just re-record the center section of this. <laughs> <laughs> just keep the uh, keep the opening to the library to the closing. And just yeah, go with that.
0: those were gold. <laughs> 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 Shots fired on our own fucking podcast. <laughs>
1: yeah, I have a few. look. I'm gonna cut this, and you're gonna realize. That's fucking solid. <laughs> We're gonna polish the shit out of this turn. It's gonna be awesome.
0: It's gonna be. It's gonna be 15 minutes long. Right, no,
1: uh, man. Uh, we like, like, this is like a two-hour podcast so far.
0: So, all right, all uh, right. So in conclusion, I mean, we don't. We, we yeah. Don't know. Fuck
1: it. Hey, the point is,
0: yeah. This this doesn't pay for itself. We we can't just you know sit here speaking to microphones for free. We you gotta,
1: can't. Yeah, you can't get <laughs> Exodus live albums. No, that costs. You
0: shouldn't get excess life. If I remember, money. that was that cost six pounds. Oh, my Second God, hand. you got
1: rooked. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you, you used to buy anything, apparently. All right. A company can't afford to ignore the needs of its customers, it has to be responsive. Here at Meters, 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 we've listened to your complaints, such as. I don't understand what your company does. You seem to be trying to solve a problem that doesn't exist. And what's going on with the meters? We feel you. We know that metering your postage isn't what you want to spend your time on. You need to run your business and lead the metering to professional meterers like us. So this fall, we're rolling out our new service, Meters 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 Prime, an all-in-one metering solution that puts the meter into meters. No more paying per meter. A flat $65 a month charge gets you unlimited metering you'll never need to get your postage meter by the post office again bunch of clowns always closed saturday's a work day for some of us you know sign up now and use the promo code 5150 a podcast about metal and jokes starring Stephen and paul and receive a free meter 25 five dollar value meters 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 prime the only limit is your imagination and the capacity of our metering machine
0: So I got, I got a recommendation. Based on the show that we may or may not go and see, slash have gone seen, depending on when this drops, uh, Ghostbath, uh, Moon Lover. Is
2: it called Moon Lover?
0: Yes, it's called Moon It's lover. called Moon Lover. You fucking moon lover. Uh, I, th- I, think, I think it's a black metal album. I'm not really sure because I'm not super into black metal, but it, was like, it sounds really good and I really liked it. And,
1: uh, and I already bought tickets to that show. Okay. So I'm definitely going to that show.
0: Uh, so I'd, I'd recommend their record. You can stream it on your streaming services. Or you can probably buy it on vinyl and play it on your fucking analog turntable and into your tube amp. Like,
1: Why Why you like this? <laughs> um, I just hate everything. Okay. Uh, my recommendation, going back to Vinyl Island to talk about some vinyl I purchased. Um, I'm going to go with the Locust Ginny Piccolo Split 5-inch. And it's also, I believe, it's a picture disc. Why, why did they do this, man? Like, why? Like, how? How did they get there? That must have been so expensive to produce. And you know what? I bought it for like three dollars online. <laughs> I guarantee that cost more than three dollars to make. But um, it's really ridiculous. Um, you you know the locust, man. No. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> People out there know the locust. Uh, they're guys who dressed. They they dressed up like like insects and. Played blast beats, <laughs> played thirty second songs, and it was like guitar, bass, keyboards, just making weird noises, and a drummer, and they all had like fur vests and like panios on their heads with like the fake eyes, so they look like insects. <laughs> um, it's a ridiculous release. So I will, I will if I can find it online, I will YouTube that so you guys can see how that's a thing. That's weird. And to bands out there, seven inches is fine. don't size shame seven inches just because you got a good deal on or a terrible deal on like on 6.8
0: inches (laughs) I bought this five
1: inch record and it like I talked about the six the six inch one disappears the five inch one is impossible to find (laughs) like you really it's like where's Waldo in this fucking stack of records you cannot find it but definitely worth it alright so that was this week Uh,
0: yeah we better go
1: we gotta we gotta go uh, load in and play rock music and stuff. Um, we will be back later. I'm not gonna say what we're gonna talk about next week because we don't we don't plan.
0: No, apparently not.
1: We have we have a lot of topics, none of which for this one that we just talked about. No. Today. <laughs> Peace.